Support for Dipping Milk and Cookies is brought to you by A Gentleman's Outlook. episode of dipping milk and cookies the podcast where two best buds try to figure out this thing we call life using friends guests and microphones guys come one come all i am your host garrett the cookie commander smith and with me today i am joined by jesse carl he's an engineer a tour manager uh fucking hired gun when needed uh welcome to the show buddy thank you i I love the introduction very uh speak very highly of me I, i I appreciate that. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I honestly, we've, we've, I know we've crossed paths, crossed paths, uh, in the past, uh, just at, uh, five fifteen. just, you know, and, and especially oh, doing yeah. stuff at the ring. Like, I know that we've definitely, you know, talked to each other before, but never, never on like the level that we have just over the last month, you know, just doing the, the chill on the hill stuff for Paul. Oh, yeah. and, and it's been great. Yeah, no, it's fine. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know you're sharp. You're a sharp fucking guy, man. Like, you're smart as shit. And that's the one thing that always stands out for me personally, because I don't give a fuck how it makes me sound. I can't stand fucking dumb people. <laughs> I feel you that, know what bro. I mean. And it's not even so much as like actually like IQ dumb, but just like, come on, man, <laughs> like turn it on. And that's why I feel so fucking dumb sometimes when you guys are like all right i need you to plug this into that and it's just like okay <laughs> and, then, and then i go look and it's just like i don't know what i'm doing and then paul's just like Garrett, what are you doing <laughs> ah, fuck. but no just sharp fucking sharp and the fact that you're a musician too obviously that helps out quite a bit being part of that fraternity but uh but yeah i don't know thanks for uh taking the time to come out i know it's late it's almost 11 o'clock it's right early. now. I go to bed at like 3, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for the fucking old man fading into the <laughs> night, it's a little late for me. And I've been fucking, I've not been sleeping right the last few days. I don't know why. Either way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, obviously, on Instagram, Twitter, that's Jesse Carl Music. Guys, make sure you go like, share, rate, review, uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, com. I didn't even know you had a fucking website, dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I guess I'm going to have to renew my domain before anybody oh, listens. Oh, all right, all right. Well, either way, you can find them on social media, that's for sure. And that's one thing. I try to do a little digging just so that I don't seem like a, a completely unprepared asshole. Uh, but you are very slippery, man. <laughs> There's not much about Like, I can't find much about Jesse Caro on social media. Which is also kind of a cool thing, man, because normally when I have people on here and I do my little Facebook, you know, Instagram, oh, sure. so Twitter stuff, it's just like, I've done this, 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 uh, and then that, 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 and it's just like, okay, all right, man. I yeah, I kind of went dark on the internet, like, 2019, I just came back, like, maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. I did, like, the first post, just, mm-hmm. um, I was on social media like all the time and it was cool getting like likes and stuff, but it didn't lead to anything. Nope. So I've just figured like real human connections. Like yeah. There's, yeah. I mean, aside from the podcast and, and the band, like I, and shit posting, I really <laughs> enjoy just a good meme and just, you know, makes my day brighter. So if I can oh, do yeah. that to somebody else, cool. But other than that, yeah, no, no, no. Social media is fucking, it is a trap. 
It's a trap. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's just a oh, waste, yeah. uh, waste of time, waste of potential. That's for fucking sure. Well, it can be a tool, but it's a job then. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that is so fucking difficult though too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's why you know. Just if you got the money, just hire a social media manager for your fucking business. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's just because it's consistency. You know, that's the yeah. name of the game with a lot of this shit is just being consistent, consistent. Uh, and, yeah, that sometimes is really difficult. You know, you're fucking juggling all these goddamn balls, trying to put on different caps while you're juggling and shit. Yeah. And it's just like, come, I just want to focus here. Uh, but, yeah, no. Um I did want to ask you, before we actually jump into the podcast, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Now, obviously, being an engineer, like, you're one of the top engineers for Paul, like, without a doubt, because, again, you're really fucking smart and you know what you're doing. How is are you, like, self-taught? Did you actually go to school for it? Like, what? tell me the story behind that. <laughs> so, I didn't go to school for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to be an electrical engineer, mm-hmm. but every time I went back to college, I just would write music or like record something and it was just like well i'm not gonna waste my money like not doing this or passing yeah yeah um and a lot of youtube and a lot of experience you know Mm. what i mean like experiences like doing every gig i could for like a couple years to just like try and learn and paul is you know (laughs) paul (laughs) yeah paul's Paul's amazing just (laughs) really kind of helped mold my skills and teach me the things how to how to do a lot of things yeah yeah Um, yeah paul yeah paul is uh paul is something else man that that man very unorthodox i'll give him that but uh but he is so fucking talented and just knows knows everything really like really everything there is to know about sound engineering like the man knows it and if he doesn't know it he knows somebody who does. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, okay, so then obviously self-taught. You've been doing it for how long um, approximately? Full-time as, like, um, freelancer, no other job, I think. 2018. Okay. I, I actually need to figure <laughs> this out. You're digging into the, d- into the fucking ether here. Um... My last job was at Manpower. So obviously, you do other you do other gigs for other people, not just Paul. Then, yeah, 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 totally. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. So, I worked in work in like film scoring, which is fun. Uh, Location audio, which is always a challenge, and it's so different to me. And, um. It's just like a different <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna get into it right now. But um yeah, fully work. I love fully work. Just like trying to understand the whole like film industry and mm-hmm. like every part of it. And I uh I was working with a company where there wasn't it was like a um a, a smaller but successful film company and um they didn't have, you know, like 20 people working on a movie it would be it's not like you have somebody like record the audio and then somebody else edit it and Mm -hmm. somebody align it to the film and somebody to mix the whole thing it was like me and three other guys so like doing a 
a ton of that stuff just kind of helped me get a little well-rounded mm-hmm. in that area. But mm-hmm. I'm still a noob. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. That's what's so fucking terrifying for me, man. Because, like, Paul's... He keeps saying to me, like, yeah, man, we want to get, you know, we want to get you guys trained so that we can just kind of give you your own systems and you can go get it done yourself kind of shit. And it's like, Paul, I'm all for that. I got it, buddy. But like, like, I am such a fleeb right now. Like I have, I mean, I'm not a total fucking dumb, dumb, because like, obviously I am a musician and I've, I've been around it enough for like, I know the general gist, but it's just like, dude, I don't know how to mix live music. I've never fucking done, aside from fucking high tone. <laughs> thanks, oh, thanks, Memphis. Fucking high tone, dude. <laughs> that was so funny. That was fucking hilarious. And you guys said that, man, fuck high tone. Like, oh, you guys play there too, huh? Yeah, that place is a fucking trash. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, but yeah, no, I've never mixed, you know, live music before. So it's just like, dude, you can, you can teach somebody how to do that, sure. And like, I am a very quick learner, no doubt. But at the same time, like, there's years of experience behind it that that makes it more streamlined totally. and that's what i'm like terrified of because <laughs> it's just like i don't have that experience but like i want to do it i want to try to do it as best i can and i've been doing the same fucking thing youtube just youtube oh, yeah. youtube youtube fucking bananas how much shit you can find out how to do on anything. youtube now. yeah just <laughs> like do it any literally anything just about anything it is pretty wild um all right so now i i know that you mentioned before that you've done the tour managing for bands before uh, i know that you just got off the road um what what's kevin day what's, two day two day two let me where's my d-a-y-t-v-v-o uh but yeah i know that you guys just got off the road and i know that you had mentioned that you were kind of filling in as uh as drummer on that mm-hmm. and as the tour manager um how many tours have you actually managed um <laughs> another good question i like it making them think people like not all tours but like eight or nine between like artists that were doing either festivals or um south by um yeah yeah so Um, they've been actually like fucking real (laughs) real tours too like real shows uh one yeah yeah one of them was super real i mean the other ones were real it was like opening for dev and lizzo not me Mm -hmm. um but yeah, but those were like more one-off dates, and I feel like like you are already like a tour manager. You know what I mean? You do DIY tours. People don't necessarily need tour managers, mm-hmm. but they're they're nice to have. They're still they, nice to have, right, bro. Right. Yeah, it's, we, it's yeah. cool to just be able to focus on playing the music exactly. and like. Yes. enjoying the time yes. and not having to be like okay when's who's sending this day yep, sheet and yep. like when do we have to load in what's the address yeah where's yeah. the cheapest hotel yeah yeah dude that yeah <laughs> yeah man i that's the that's the one thing you know when we when we first hired our you know our first manager it was in the in the hopes that like yeah hiring the manager takes booking and promoting completely out of our hands so that we don't have to worry about it anymore we can focus 
on being the best musicians that we can possibly be. So, yeah, like you said, and especially having just gotten off the road and, I mean, we've done three tours in the last year, essentially, and that last one was fucking massive. Yeah, we don't really need a tour manager by any means, but if we had room on payroll, it'd be nice. Totally. <laughs> it'd be really nice because, yeah, I don't want to deal with any of that shit. Like, that's literally, that's my, that's what I keep telling the boys. And, like, we're still a little bit fucking off from it, but it's just, like, uh, a tour manager tour man well i mean not even really tour manager but it's like a, a full-time merch guy like roadie oh yeah and, and a driver like oh a driver would be dude, a dream oh my oh, god oh my bro. gosh dude i mean and it's all right because like we can all drive the rv so like we obviously rotate and everything yeah, but totally. it's just like at the same time we shouldn't have to be worrying about the driving like right we, we should just somebody be, might have to drive till four or five in the morning and then play the next day exactly dude that and that is a fucking bummer that shit sucks so bad because you don't think like i mean I, you're on the road you always you have like a fucking an adrenaline drip like with yeah. you at with you at all times so like you don't really feel all that tired and everything, but it's just like you when you know you're on stage and you're playing, you get halfway through the set and you're like, Oh fuck. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I <yeah>. am tired, man. <laughs> Holy shit. I uh, enjoy that part of it though. Like Oh no, yeah, it's, exactly. It tests you fucking show your worth, man. Like you know, a lot of people can talk about doing it, but it's just like and a lot of people can do it. Yeah. But it's just like are you gonna fucking crack under the pressure or are you gonna, you know, show your metal and fucking get it done you right know, and get it done professionally and entertaining <laughs> you know mm-hmm. uh but yeah um so you were saying though uh that you've you've done the the tour manager kind of thing for like just the one-off shows but they sound like big ones you said Devin fucking uh yeah it was uh it was their, indie pride fest and i think there was another show in like chicago attached to it um who, but was, who was the performer that you were helping out you don't want to say no 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 i i definitely prefer not to say okay but um i'll say this much tour managing them was more like babysitting oh uh oh yeah yeah it was uh, a bunch of kids too like younger uh younger attitude just wild yeah just super wild fuck that man yeah that you know I consider myself to be a fairly patient individual, but that's that stupidity shit that I was talking about before. Where it's just like I don't have fucking, I don't have the time nor the crayons to sit here and explain this to you right now. So can you just please turn your fucking brain on and figure it out? Yeah. Because like I've got a bunch of other shit to do, and <laughs> fucking babysitting you, definitely not one of the top priorities right now. Yeah. I, oh, oh, yeah. So you're definitely better than I, Jesse. I don't know man. about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, in addition to all that, obviously being a musician, like, is it just drums? Um, no. I mean, so I call myself a producer. Like, mm-hmm. a, so I've quote. You can't see my air quotes. Mm-hmm. I've been a professional producer for seven eight years mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. but what that really means is out of all the instruments i play and played mm-hmm. over the last seven eight years i've played them less and less only to the things that i need to record mm-hmm. the way i need to record mm-hmm. them and then i just like 
go back to a computer or a mixing desk. I gotcha. So I, gotcha. I can play a, a variety of instruments, uh-huh. but it takes me a week and a half to get back to a level where I'm like comfortable if I were to like play a show or like do a run yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's fucking wild. You know, obviously, I mean, I'm a guitar player. Of course, I can play the bass too. Like, but I'm no fucking good at it. <laughs> like, sure. there's, I mean, it's a guitar, so like, I get it. I can play it because it's a guitar. But a bass guitar is totally different than an actual, just a I traditional guitar. Bass. You know, and so do I. And it's so fucked up too because like Phil plays those fucking monster basses, dude. Yeah. And it's just like, man, oh, fuck, dude. What I would give to be able to play something like that, something like that. But either way, um, out of all the instruments that you do play, do you have a favorite? Drums. Drums, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, was that the first one you picked up? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah usually, it's like how it goes. Three, four years old, had a kid. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you started when you were super young. Oh yeah, yeah. Three, four years old, had a kid. Um, got my first guitar when I was six or seven. Keyboard, like around the same time uh-huh. um and yeah it's uh, yeah a lot of fun. if you had to choose between being uh like a full-time touring musician or a full-time sound engineer what do you think you'd pick um well if sound engineer would include being a producer sure I mean, that's what I'm saying. You, uh, sound engineers aren't just exclusive to, to live music. Like I, you were saying before, like you you can get into film. You can get into all sorts of different uh, <sighs> lanes, I suppose. All right, let me rephrase, Counselor. Uh, you can you do the sound engineer, be the producer, or you'd be the touring musician for like actual tours, like like real, like big right, time right. tours. Um... Not, not playing at high tone. I want to say both. <laughs> I wish I could say both. <laughs> but um, producer, engineer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It seems like you, like, obviously, I've never seen you play before. I've never seen you play live or anything. But, like, every time that we've talked about music or just anything in general, in, like, in the realm, it always sounds it seems like we come back to recording or like doing something with equipment or gear and it's just yeah. like yeah i know what like, you really i know what you're really thinking about right now <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> for funny. sure and it's so funny because you know especially like with real passion into like into what you're doing what you're trying to do you don't even realize like you know you're talking about it, you don't even realize that you're just fucking vomiting it out like you're just having a conversation but (laughs) unfortunately you know i i happen to love this shit so like i'm sorry that i can't stop talking about it yeah and i'm not saying that you talk about it too much and and like an annoying way by any means but i just i pick up on shit like that a lot when i hear people talk i pay attention when people talk like that's you need to you need to be doing that 100 so yeah i'm always (laughs) talking man that one fucking show and it's that rig wasn't being all weird and it's just like why don't i just use this and it's yeah, I'm just an idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, man. How how are you doing? How let's start there. <laughs> how are you feeling today? Let's not talk about that. I feel oh, good. Man. Yeah, <laughs> no, good, good, good. <laughs> um, so now again, with the uh, the music stuff, 
uh, like I, you know, I said before, hired gun. Uh, obviously, you were filling in for uh, day two uh, on this last tour. Uh, are there any other any other musicians that you've uh, that you've worked with in the past that you uh, that you feel like mentioning? Oh yeah, I was in uh, recently in a band with Grant Clementi and Kyler Schmore uh, called Clear Pioneer, mm-hmm. and that was a fun one. Uh, Kyler moved to Nashville where he's absolutely killing it, doing like arena tours on drums and stuff and uh grant went off to own his own home and be a very successful landlord Mm -hmm. (laughs) hey man (laughs) give him the old landlord special (laughs) 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 no he's he's great at it but it was like uh um Influences for the project came from like 80s synth style stuff, indie Mm -hmm. music. Mm -hmm. Um, And then another project was The Other Shapes, uh, which used to be Hemispheres, same band, different name. Mm -hmm. And that was with uh, Timothy Wolf, another fantastic musician, engineer. Anything that I can do he can do better like with the with no effort he is just like so good at engineering and, God, and recording he can play every instrument just like perfectly fuckers. we call him auto t cuz his voice is just always fucking auto-t. perfectly in tune <laughs> but yeah tim's a goat it was great being in a project with him and uh james Sico- Sis- james <laughs> all right maybe Should like a it. cut <laughs> <laughs> James Sikorsky, uh, he is now a DJ in uh, Best Friends, and he owns a label now. It's uh, He owns a label now, and it's a house label. Really cool stuff, him and Corey. Nice. Nice. Well, that's fucking awesome. Going back to that, <laughs> your other buddy, the, 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 the Auto-T. Oh, Auto-T. Like, bro, you know, you, got, you love seeing it, you know, when, when you see Raw like raw talent real talent like you can't help but just like stare yeah but at the same time again being a musician you know trying to get my feet wet in the sound engineering stuff like you see those guys and it's just like fuck off (laughs) like like, can you at least try to look like you're having a a hard time doing this right now like make (laughs) me feel a little bit better because you're fucking burning through all of this and it's making me feel horrible <laughs> i know you're talented buddy we all get it okay <laughs> like god damn you are making us all look really fucking bad yeah super bad <laughs> but no again when you come across real talent like that you just you know you, you, you joke i joke about it but at the same time you look at it and you're just like fucking wow wow dude anything they touch I, i've known a couple of people like that anything they touch and it's not even just music just in general just like i wanted to want to learn how to fly fish and it's like a week later you see him with these fucking huge fish it's like, yeah <laughs> it's like crazy right this is like i'm gonna learn how to knit and just like you know fucking got crocheting these crazy blankets and like what the fuck man are you from the future like how can you be that good at everything yeah that's why again always stare but it's just like mm, fuck you man <laughs> spread some of that talent over this way man share some of that shit there's an abundance right exactly dude fuck um well uh, finally uh, before we move on here what do we got upcoming you know uh what are what are the plans for for jesse carl 
Um, like six to seven recording sessions slash front of house engineering slash tech gigs for like the next like three months maybe mm -hmm. two three months mm -hmm. and then a lot of writing mm -hmm. and um i don't know i fill my calendar up with gigs and i just try and you keep know up. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah just try and keep up yeah. and make you know build relationships and you know hopefully i'll be in Bitcoin City <laughs> in a month or two. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's good enough for me, man. Obviously, you're fucking killing it. You know, I again, it's it's a it is a lot of fun getting to work with you again. You know, like for the most part, a lot of sound engineers nowadays they're all fucking Paulie's age. You know, they're all older guys totally. and stuff. So like having somebody like in the same age demographic is just like. All right, man. Yeah, I don't mind working with Jesse for sure. Jesse's going to be there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Because, yeah, some other fucking guys I've come across just from like and obviously being on the road as the musician, sometimes the sound guys are just fucking ornery just because they can be. But it's just like, come on. Yeah. I think that's just a lot of Milwaukee, though. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Like yeah. you go down to Nashville or something and mm -hmm. everybody our age. Or mm -hmm. like no, engineer. yeah, you are right. Yeah. Yeah, when we played in Knoxville, yeah, the the, the sound crew, they, they were all younger guys. Now that I think about it, one the one who was still a dickhead though, it's just like, <laughs> what is your fucking deal, man? Like, wow, who hurt you? Right. Like, what's going on with you right now? Because clearly you're mad at somebody, and it's not me. It sure the hell isn't me. So you better fucking check that tone, sport. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, man. Again, I was just having this conversation with my fucking landlord. Like, people just don't understand like condescending tones are a real fucking thing and i don't care who you are what you've done where you've been we're all fucking human beings at the end of the day oh yeah so can you just talk to me like a human being please please <laughs> like i'm i'm trying to be respectful and cordial to you call me crazy <laughs> but i'm pretty sure you're supposed to reciprocate that so but if you're gonna be a dick understand you said anything you can do, I can do fucking better, bitch. <laughs> like, Don't I, be I'm a dick. Yeah. <laughs> fuck around, find out. I'll tell you that much right now, man. I'm probably a lot better at it than you are. So, like, <laughs> pump your brakes, junior. <laughs> <laughs> man. And that's the other thing. Ew. When you fucking younger kids, younger guys do that shit to me. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, I kick the shit out of you, right? <laughs> like, fucking shut up. But yeah, we're getting sidetracked. Let's uh, let's take a quick sponsor break, and we'll keep this rig fucking rolling. No matter your preferred style, every man has the ability to be a gentleman. A gentleman's outlook only uses USDA organic ingredients in their handmade soaps, beard balms, lip balms, and solid cologne. They've also taken a step further than their competitors by using an all-eco-friendly packaging with all of their products. Right now, our listeners can get 15% off their entire order with the code DMC15. Be sure to swing by a gentlemansoutlook.com to order now. All right, moving right along into our final segment. Jesse, help me out. What's this one called? The Six Pack. <laughs> Fucking dork. All 
Alrighty, so how the six pack works, we come into this weekly in the blind with questions either generated from the listeners or from our own noodles, but we ask each other our top six favorite of anything and everything possible. So, Jesse, would you like to ask a question first or shall I? I'll ask. Okay. Um, What is your favorite non-musical hobby? My favorite, my top six favorite non-musical hobbies. Fucking, <laughs> that's number one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, it's really funny. I said that before. I do knit. I did learn how to knit uh, during the pandemic. Awesome. So like, yeah, I'll knit you a fucking beastie ass scarf, buddy. I I'm got down. you. Yeah, you, I got you. Do you have anything you made here? Um, actually, yeah, I think I got some stuff in the works right around the corner. I'll show you when we're done. Um, but yeah, knitting, knitting's fun. Um. I mean, who doesn't like being playing some video games every once in a oh, while? Yeah. But although, like, I during the pandy, like, I literally all I played was Warzone. Fuck. Just like it was just me and like a group of my buds. We would totally. literally play every fucking day. How many dubs? Day. You get any good dubs? Oh, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, once once fucking rebirth. Once resurgence came, and then it was then it was game over because then <laughs> we just stopped doing the fucking the br at what was Verdansk, Verdansk, Whew, many moons. Yeah, that's a whole another episode. But yeah, video games is fun. I love playing like all the Arkham fucking Batman games. Oh yeah, oh my god, those are my fucking jam. Um, what else? What else? What else? You know, oddly enough, because like my apartment doesn't seem that clean right now, but like cleaning. Like, I find cleaning to be so therapeutic because not only is it, like, just nice to, like, have a clean living space. Like, I'm really anal about my mom. She got me fucking early when I was a kid. If you're not going to clean your room, I'm going to clean it for you, <laughs> a.k.a. I'm going to rifle through your fucking shit and there's nothing you can do about it. So, like, if you want me going through stuff, clean your fucking room. Oh, yeah. Okie dokie. Yeah, because I've got plenty of shit I don't need you to find. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just like, and the actual act, the action of the cleaning is just, you know, it's very relaxing to me. It's a pain in the ass at times, but, uh, but when it's all said and done, oh, oh, nothing better than coming home to a clean apartment. Um, so what is that for? Um, that's a good, that's a very good question, Jesse. Um, podcasting, (laughs) you know, recording, obviously, I'm not anywhere near on the level that everybody else on <laughs> Paul's crew is that you know around me, but uh, but I aspire to that sort of shit because I mean it's recording. It's not you know, it's not a lobotomy, you know, <laughs> performing brain surgery or anything. Right. So it's I I know it can be it can be hard, you know, especially if you don't really know what you're doing. But you got the right people around you, it makes it a little bit easier to to kind of pick it up. But but yeah, definitely recording, doing the podcasting thing. And even though like this podcast didn't take off the way that I really hoped it would, um, it's still it's still, again it's a therapy session. You know, this is therapeutic for me just to be able to sit down and dedicate time to sit down and just talk. Yeah. You know, and even though like for the most part it's usually bullshit, <laughs> it's just jokes and fucking <laughs> you know shit talk. It's still talking. You know, it's still yeah. it's still getting the getting the opportunity, and especially when I have. You know, other people have other guests on. It makes it it makes it a lot more a lot more fun. I will say right now for sure, along the ride, my other podcast, that one, 
that's the angle. That's the niche. That's the that's the one that I really feel like is gonna fucking catch. But I need more shows to record more fucking interviews with uh, tour mates. But yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be a little while. Mm. Um, and last but not least, um, probably fucking you know, giving these assholes grief. Hmm. As much as these cats fuck with me, you know, especially at night and in the morning, because they're like, I want my food, and they're fucking putting their asshole like on my fucking eyeball <laughs> and shit. But it's fun for me, like when I come home and like I make it a point. And Jesse, you have you have cats at home? I don't, but you my don't. family does. My okay. parents do. My landlord won't let me, and um, motherfucker, I, yeah. I move around too much. Yeah. Um. I always make it a point if I find any of my cats, like, sleeping. Oh, you best believe it. I'm waking your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to do it aggressively. <laughs> like, <laughs> wake up, motherfucker. Because, yeah, they, the fucking some of the shit that those little assholes have pulled. Oh, my God. Fucking bananas. But, yeah, fucking with my cats. That's awesome. definitely definitely one of my favorite hobbies. <laughs> That that Jesse, that was actually surprisingly a very good question for a first timer. Usually, when I tell people like you, okay, I'm gonna ask you a question, but you gotta ask me one. They're like, ho, 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 ho. what's your well, favorite sandwich? Right, exactly. <laughs> right. What are your favorite colors? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, right. So yeah, no, that one actually made me think. So that's a good one. Um, my, I mean, it's gonna be a very cliche question, but my six pack question for you, my friend, is what are your top six favorite genres of music to mix? To mix. To mix. Um, Hyperpop. Hyperpop. There are no rules. Okay. It's got to be super fucking loud. Uh Uh-huh. And it's a bunch of things that usually don't go together. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on. All right. And, I like, there are no rules with Hyperpop. Okay. Like, you can fucking clip the master for a bar if you want to. Really? <laughs> oh, Yeah. I'm going to listen to some just for reference because that was just <laughs> usually shit that doesn't belong together. <laughs> All right. I'm listening. Keep going. <laughs> um, country. Country. Fuck yeah. I uh, suppose that's just easy. Well, maybe not easy, but easier. It's like if you got all the right musicians, if everyone's good, all good source tones, it's just it's it's really – I don't have words for it. It's just that good. Yeah, I don't know. Just good, like Nashville style tones. Mm-hmm. Everything sounds big. Yeah, yeah. Right on. All right. So we got hyper pump, hyper pop, hyper pump. Yeah, that's gonna be the next genre. Hyper pop country. What what other what other ones you got? Um, EDM. Okay. Definitely EDM. Bass, 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 <laughs> bass. Uh, oh like um like anything that has to sound like it's from a different era okay so like so like classical classic music sure classic music like okay last two would that be like seventies, like psychedelic stuff. Okay. And then like fifties Motown stuff. Huh. I'm surprised I didn't hear metal in there. 
Metal's hard. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's the fucking worst, man. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> I mean, it's if I had drum shots and fucking the tone forge, I don't know, just yeah, yeah. I metal. I again, I don't know how to mix music, but I know that it's hard to mix metal. I do know that, so that's why when you find that good sound guy that can mix the band right and keep it right. fucking tight, oh. Oh, man, I want to buy that guy a beer and a fucking shot because I didn't hear any feedback, which is <laughs> rare, really fucking rare. I think maybe in that entire month, there was maybe like two shows, maybe uh, three, where like the sound guy was on his on his game, like really on his game. Yeah. For the most part, everybody, you know, they were doing their job. But like, again, you can always tell. Yeah. You can tell the guys that are like actual engineers and guys that are trying to be engineers people who care about it exactly <laughs> exactly man there's uh the fucking guy in in tampa um at brass mug that dude like he's a live nation sound guy so of course he's gonna be on point dalton don't even think about fat boy um but yeah that dude was i mean dude just fucking on point everything you needed bam it was there a second later fucking you asked for the, yeah, i need this to go down and this to go up boom immediately it was done awesome like that dude and he was funny as fuck <laughs> he was just a funny dude and I, fuck man and I, that's why I, uh, I smoke so much weed i've got the worst fucking memory bro i really wish i could remember what that guy's name was but either way sound guy from fucking brass mug in tampa you are the fucking oh no 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 no, no that wasn't brass mug oh no 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 oh where was that they all blend together dude yeah it really does it really does but yeah there is a sound man somewhere in there (laughs) that was a treat a joy that guy was the shit um but yeah no that's a solid list though hyper pop country uh would you say you had classic edm edm and then 70s and 70s like 70s psychedelics and uh and then the motown stuff <laughs> Wait, was that five? No, that was six. That was six. Yeah. Hyperpop, country, EDM, classic, 70s, Motown. Or are you putting like the 70s into 70s the classic? Cla- yeah. Oh, okay. Then, then yeah, you got one more to go. Man. Okay. I'm trying to short change me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no, that's the thing. When you, If you can pull it off right, dude, those, those mixes sound so fucking yeah so good so big so dramatic i love bass traps oh my god bro i <laughs> i we have chris has the pad and everything for the bass drop and we 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 had a bass drop in one of the songs from our last album but like the kid just doesn't fucking play it anymore and it's just like man come on dude like that's like the best part of the fucking Put song it in the tracks <laughs> <laughs> i know right yeah uh but yeah that's fucking he's we're trying to work on that is getting him uh an in-ear rig an ear set sure which speaking of dude yeah you should fucking talk to chris dude i'd love to yeah i love in building right in-ear rigs yeah man because yeah chris we need that so fucking bad like just for chris at, at least for right now yeah. until we can all afford to get it but like chris has got the money to build that shit right now so yeah definitely but also he doesn't need a wireless pack no drummer can just be hardline yeah straight into the rack yeah into his into his rack yeah 
Um, and yeah, that you're absolutely yeah, duh. Meet the big brain on Jesse. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. The kid, you fucking shop. Your shop is a knife, man. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, mention that to him. Next time you see him, mention that. Just be like, hey, man, Garrett said you were talking about trying yeah, to build an we'll in here rig. Like, fucking, I'll point you in the right direction. I feel like I bring it up every time I see him. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Keep doing it because, yeah, we need it bad. <laughs> um, well, right on. That right there, people, is uh, the six pack for the week, y'all. All right. Well, before we uh, before we wrap up here, Jesse, obviously, uh, all the plugs, whatever you want to plug right now, all the socials, the the website that's not currently up right now. <laughs> I will plug uh, TikTok at Steezy Balls. Steezy Balls. <laughs> oh, Spell yeah. that. Spell that. S T E E Z Y B A L L S. Jesse Carl Music on everything else: Instagram, Twitter. Uh, whatever else there is. Right on. Cool. Oh, hold on. I got to say something. The first words, the first word that I ever heard Robert DeLong say was. I got fucking nothing, Jesse. I'm sorry. <laughs> Drop the ball on that. That's you're a botch job. Good. That's a botch job on my part. Um, but yeah, uh, Facebook.com slash Dipping Milk and Cookies. Go like, sh- like, share, rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz um patreon.com slash dipping milk and cookies Corey, marcus mckenzie you guys are the fucking true true heroes appreciate the continued support from you guys everybody be like those trey every little thing every little bit helps uh it, it always helps it never hurts any content concerns can uh what, what did i say content comments concerns rude remarks anything of the sort can be sent to dipping milk and cookies at gmail.com or in uh, direct messages on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, that's uh, that's all she wrote, folks. Uh, next week or next episode, I'm gonna have the pleasure of sitting down with uh, <laughs> Nazario Chickpeasio. Uh, that's gonna be a fucking awesome episode, I feel like. Uh, but he's gonna be swinging by Studio DMC, so I can pick his brain just a little bit about what it's like being. A music, I forget what, what is that called? He, <laughs> all right, I'm fucking dropping the ball right now again. Fuck, God, yeah, I just gotta end this episode. I'm losing it. Um, but either way, that's gonna be an awesome episode. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, in the meantime, everybody, thank you for listening. If you've hung around this long, thank you for listening. Everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, wash your fucking hands, please. Uh, And until next time, we'll catch you later. Thanks, Jesse. Thank you. All right, guys. (laughs) Bye-bye. Yeah, do that too, though. Introduced by the Dank Mob. Syphilis.